Hi, I'm Sam Hawley, coming to you from Gadigal Land. This is ABC News Daily. They're as long as a rugby pitch and can cruise through the water in almost complete silence. The cost is mind-blowing. In as little as four years, US nuclear-powered attack submarines will be deployed to Australia, the government says, to keep us safe. Today, the ABC's political editor, Andrew Proben, on how fear of China has driven us to the biggest defence investment in our history. Andrew, I think it's pretty fair to say we've had a messy lead up to this submarine decision. It's pretty hard to forget that moment in 2021 when the French leader, Emmanuel Macron, well, he was rather unhappy with Scott Morrison. Unhappy. He was furious, (laughs) Sam. Emmanuel Macron was absolutely furious with Australia because he learned that uh, Scott Morrison's government was backing out of this 2016 contract to buy French subs. Macron said Mr Morrison misled him before the contract was ditched in September. The two leaders have crossed paths at the G20 summit in Rome. We were heading off to Europe. When we got to Rome, I I remember seeing Emmanuel Macron in one of the side conference rooms of G20 and I stepped right in front of him and off it went. Australian Broadcasting Corporation. How do you heal the relationship with, with Australia? Look, I do respect sovereign choices. But you have to respect uh, allies and partners, and it was not the case with this deal. And I think this is detrimental to the reputation of your country and your Bevan Shields from the SMH uh, asked uh, that question right at the end, you know, has he lied to you? And I don't think I know. Has he lied to you? I don't think I know. (laughs) I mean, extraordinary times um, and an extraordinary moment in Franco-Australian relations. Mm, Sure was. You said that you might have lied. Is that true? No. You said that uh, what happened was detrimental to uh, your reputation. What do you say to that? I'll always stand up for Australia's interests. So the French president, as you said, he was furious because Australia had pulled out of a huge submarine deal with France and there was all these secret negotiations going on behind the scenes between the UK, Australia and the US. So let's leave that behind now. But it was quite a moment in history. So take me now to the US, to San Diego, where the US president has been hosting Anthony Albanese and the British leader Rishi Sunak to announce this new deal and probes. It's a huge deal. It's a big deal. It's a massive deal. The next critical step in advancing the Australia-US-UK partnership AUKUS. It's an unusual name, Early estimates is it's going to cost at least $268 billion, could be $368 billion. Mm. So there's a big, lot of wriggle room there, even, uh, even for those with the rubberist of mathematics. Mm. But um, we have got a strategic situation in our region in particular that has drastically changed. It's one of the reasons why Scott Morrison decided that the conventionally powered French submarine was not going to be good enough because... When you have a a diesel electric submarine, it has to actually get to the surface and Mm. do something called snorting, not the version that happens at the Logies, but, uh, (laughs) but with diesel electric, it has to surface 
that's a strategic risk if you've got a much more potent potential adversary. Under Xi Jinping, China's become a lot more assertive. So this capacity, this extraordinary mm. uh, decision to go for n- nuclear propulsion was one that was pursued by Scott Morrison. He might have been surprised to, to learn that the Americans were willing to share it. And we have a, a Prime Minister from Labor's left faction who's now fully embraced nuclear propulsion. Early in the next decade, Australia will take delivery of three US Virginia-class nuclear-powered submarines. Yeah, sure, and it's being trumpeted as the single largest increase in defence spending in Australian peacetime. The AUKUS agreement we confirm here in San Diego represents the biggest single investment in Australia's defence capability in all of our history. And it's significant for the Americans too. Uh, They've sort of described it, or analysts at least have said, it's the most aggressive step it's taken to counter China's military expansion in the seas around Taiwan. AUKUS has one overriding objective, to enhance the stability of the Indo-Pacific amid rapidly shifting global dynamics. You, You mentioned there the type of submarine. It's a nuclear submarine and they can stay underwater for a really long time. They're a bit more secretive. (laughs) They can move around without being noticed. Well, apparently they can stay underwater for three months. Imagine how smelly it is uh, with a hundred submariners there stuck in the one space for for three months. But yes, look, they are far stealthier. They're faster and they are uh, among the world's best, if not the world's best. So This project, this agreement between three nations uh, is in various phases. The second phase, at least, will see Australia buy Virginia-class subs from the United States, at least three, up to to five. And that would give us nuclear-propelled submarines in the early 2030s. Now, Richard Miles has done a press conference. He, He claims that that option was actually not there until after the election. Australia will now be just the seventh country to operate a nuclear-powered submarine. And this represents the biggest leap in our military capability. It's interesting in a political sense, there's grand bipartisanship when it comes to the nuclear subs issue, perhaps surprisingly so, given that nuclear has always been such a hot button, pardon pun, issue when it comes to um, internal politics. We will probably have a merged US slash UK slash Australian Navy running these ships at first. Mm. Uh, We won't get our own Australian built nuclear-powered submarine until the early 2040s, which will be a bit later, about half a decade after the Mm. Brits build their version. And we'll all be a bit older by then. We'll all be a bit older. Um, 2040s, that's a long way away. That means that some submariners who are going to be on our first first boat, a a nuclear-powered boat, are either toddlers or not even born. Um, it's, it's amazing to think that that that's how long how long this this project has to be delivered. It's going to require a whole lot of training. It's going to require a whole lot of investment in education, infrastructure. It's also going to require a very big decision to be made about nuclear waste because one of the things that we've learned that we didn't know in all of those myriad leaks over the last fortnight 
is that part of the deal is that while the nuclear reactor is going to be provided in a so-called locked box to Australia, Australia will have to take ownership and carriage of it once it's uh, beyond its life. Um, that means digging a very deep hole, we're told, somewhere on defence land and burying it for what upwards of 64,000 years. Isn't that oh, the, the sting song? Okay, so yes, this is not an easy deal to actually put into place. There's a lot of complexity that goes with this. President Biden, he's noted it's the first time in 65 years that the United States will be sharing the technology at the heart of the nuclear submarine. So that's in itself, I suppose, is significant. And it shows us, I guess, how worried the US is about China. So what's China saying about all of this? Well, China is not happy. Mm. Uh, We have Xi Jinping about a, a week and a bit ago was saying that the US tactics, its behavior is one of containment and encirclement of China. But at the same time, uh, Xi Jinping is overseeing a grand expansion in his own military, including nuclear weaponed submarines. And remember, these these ones that Australia is getting don't have nuclear weapons. They're, they're nuclear-powered. Very, very big distinction there. Mm-hmm. We're in the middle of one of the most fascinating and potentially dangerous periods of history where two great uh, powers are in a, in the middle of a, a tussle, mm. a tussle that's only going to get more more and more intense given the rapid militarization and the expansion of the Chinese military, and its its clear intention to pursue its interests as it sees them with Taiwan and as a as a very uh, important flashpoint. Mm, so this is a tussle between these two big superpowers, America and China, and it seems like we're sort of like in the middle of it. So we're going to spend a lot of money, a huge amount of taxpayers' money on this. But I guess the question you'd ask, is it actually going to make us safer? I don't think we've necessarily been immune Mm. from any activity. If there is some, um, let's pray that there isn't. Mm. In a a sense, Australia is always going to be a target in some form, be it cyber or some other attack. It it is considered by defence, by strategic experts and by Labor and Liberal to be a necessary attempt at deterrence. Let's hope it works. Andrew Proben is the ABC's political editor. It's predicted building the nuclear-powered submarine fleet will support 8,500 direct jobs in Australia at the peak of construction. The delivery of the Virginia-class submarines from the US will require congressional approval. This episode was produced by Flint Duxfield and Chris Dengate, who also did the mix. Our supervising producer is Stephen Smiley. To get in touch with the team, email us on ABC News Daily at abc.net.au. I'm Sam Hawley. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to an ABC podcast. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.